He's the head coach of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, and he joins us right now on the Loud Security Systems Newsmaker Line. Jeff Collins with us. Coach, how you doing this morning? Morning, guys. Doing great. Got a got a college football practice in yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was great being back on the grass with the fellows, man. Does that just get your juices flowing, knowing that you get to get back out there? And I know you guys do stuff during the offseason, but finally getting together as a group, especially after it being delayed a week to get back to spring ball. Yeah, it was really good. We we intentionally had a long offseason program. Um, we got some new guys in and wanted to push some things back and uh, just to get back out there was awesome. The guys handled it well. They flew around. They competed. A lot of attention to detail. A lot of continuity um, back within the whole organization. And then we added 13 brand new guys in January that have been huge additions, literally and uh, <laughs> there's some big guys. And, and from a cultural standpoint, too, they've been great. Coach, that's such a change from even 10 years ago with the early entries, kids getting into school in January. How much does that give them a leg up, especially as a freshman competing for playing time, potentially to win a job or get some solid time in the fall? Yeah, absolutely. It's huge. And we got uh, seven guys got here in January out of the transfer portal. Um, A lot of guys have come back home from other places. um, Just, you know, wanted to be back in Atlanta, saw what we were doing here, saw what we were building and wanted to be a part of it, and they've they've been great additions uh, to what we're doing. Uh, The guys that have been here for a year, two years, brought them into the culture, taught them how we do things, and, uh, you know, we put the ball down yesterday. Um, It was like they'd been here for a long time. We got head coach Jeff Collins with us right now on the Loud Security Systems Newsmaker Line. Coach, we, we've talked and heard from different coaches around the country about how much they missed spring ball a year ago. I know you had yeah. a really young team last year. What is the importance of spring as you're starting to mature as a group and it's getting your guys in there? Yeah, we, I mean, our strength staff does a tremendous job in the offseason building the culture and all those things. Um, but just the execution of the plays, execution of the scheme, being out there playing ball, competing together uh, is huge. We got six in uh, last year, uh, the very last day. Uh, we had Mark Rick here, uh, Coach Mark Rick, rocking some Georgia Tech gear, and that was the last day that we had uh, in the spring of 2020 last year. And uh, now we've gotten uh, a practice in, excited to continue to, to keep this thing going. Hey, Coach Dan Matthews here, and uh, your quarterback situation coming into year two of Jeff Sims, working with yep. the same offensive coordinator. What kind of value do you put on that of actually having that situation for the first time since you've been on the flats? Yeah, and one of the biggest things is we were able to to uh, keep all ten full time assistant coaches uh, throughout the off season, and uh, you know that continuity, you know, understanding where we've been, where we're going from a schematic piece and from a roster piece, and then having Jeff Sims uh, getting a full offseason, getting to go through spring ball. Uh, he started every single game last year uh, as a true freshman quarterback, and just his growth and development, even through the offseason, has, has been huge. Uh, he is a gym rat. He is always the, the offense coordinator's uh, office is right down the hall. And invariably, whenever I walk through at any time of the day, Jeff is in there doing extra work on his own. He loves the game. He loves his teammates. He has a ridiculously strong desire to get better. And uh, I'm excited to see his improvement uh, moving forward. Head coach Jeff Collins joins us here in the front row via the Loud Security Systems Newsmaker line. 
And, Coach, I was thinking about some stuff that's happened recently in different programs, guys getting banged up and knee injuries and this and that. And when I grew up in Southern California, I didn't know what spring football was because we didn't really have it. Right. Talk to me about your thought process with padded practices, how much banging you guys are doing, hitting each other, and then is it even necessary to put pads on in the spring, and can you get the work done without them? Sure. And so just uh, philosophical shift, you know, we're mandated to go the first two days without pads on. Mm -hmm. We're actually extending that out to three days. um, And we're actually going to have every Friday throughout the spring will be a non-padded practice. It'll probably just shy of of less than half uh, will be non-padded practices. And that's an intentional thing, especially since we're going so late, Um, you know, and just, we, we do a great job. We have a, director of applied science or he may be the only one in college football that goes over all of our numbers all of our metrics every single day every one of our players wears a personal gps unit a catapult unit at every single practice every single workout and we pour over the data and what they need to do to recover for the next session or the next practice and we spend an inordinate amount of time on the player's recovery where they are um, during practice, throughout practice, post-practice. We even cut, Finial like this, we even cut a period out of practice yesterday because our number that we had targeted that we wanted to hit, we were about to creep over that number, so we cut a period at the end of practice um, because the player's health and safety and the ability um, to come back the next practice is is at a premium right now. It's amazing they can track all those numbers and have that 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 information at their fingertips, which is great for you as a head coach as well, yeah. Yep. What what is a catapult unit? Explain that to our listeners out there, you know, just so they can know what's going on. Yeah, it's it's a personal GPS unit that they wear, um, and we do it. A lot of programs do it with guys that are returned to play, or some guys that are coming off injury um, and pour over those metrics and those numbers. Every single one of our players in the program wears one every single day. And I've got the sheet that's right here. It's one of the first things I get within two hours at the end of practice in the workout. I will get a sheet. Uh, It's actually a packet that has every single player's, their effort index, their player load, the distance they traveled, their accelerations, their max velocity that they hit, the number of sprints they had throughout the day, and the number of yards of sprint distance that they had throughout the day. So we can track everything. We can track imbalances and movements. Um, so those kind of things are just huge for our players' health, safety, recovery, all of those things. And in real time, Finn, I think you've been out there and heard us. If we hit, if a kid pops like we had, uh, Malachi Carter yesterday hit 21 miles an hour during practice. Mm-hmm. Ryan Horton, our applied science guy, will call down and we'll shout it out for the whole team to hear um, that guys are doing those kind of things, and it makes other guys want to, you know, hit some big numbers as well. Yeah, it was awesome. We were there. I think you guys may have been covering a kickoff or something, and a couple of guys yep. hit it on the way down, which is pretty sweet. Head coach Jeff Collins joins us, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. You guys are creatures of habit, and I wanted to see what you guys told. I played golf with Mike Smith yesterday, and I was like, my former coach, and I just think about the messages they had to start spring practice or off-season training. Obviously, number one goal going out of into the scene, coming out of staying healthy. Talk to us about what you told the team, like goals two, three, and four. Yeah, so the big thing, that, and you've been around us the, the first two years, just the, the culture that's built on effort. We had to teach these guys the standard of play and how hard we want to play every single Saturday, every single day that we're out there. 
the energy level that we require in our culture. So it took two years for us to build that energy level, build that culture that's built on effort. Um, this year, the biggest thing is attention to detail, focus, staying composed. Don't hurt ourselves pre-snap. Don't hurt ourselves post-snap. We've got a chance to be a really good team. So the attention to detail, the focus, uh, those are the things that we're really harping on throughout this offseason and throughout day one uh, of spring ball. Because the energy level's there. You've been out there and watched mm-hmm. us. The effort, the way the guys compete, and now it's time to shift and have the focus, the attention to detail, all those things. Also getting players in that that you have that can be all-conference type kids. Jameer Gibbs, you sure. look at him, and he has everything that you want as an ACC running back. Yep. What, what's the sky for him? I mean, what is, is everything for him limitless at this point, playing that running back position? Yeah, I mean, he's a special talent, you know, carrying the ball, catching the ball out of the backfield, doing things as a slot receiver. Um, he's as dynamic of a player as there is in our league or even really in college football. And the best thing, too, is he's a tremendous kid. Doesn't talk a lot, but when he does, it is hilarious. <laughs> um, very focused. He's a hard worker. Um, his numbers yesterday, I think he hit 21 miles an hour uh, two yesterday. And uh, so he had 636 yards that he was at 90% or above. The old metric, we used to go nuts if a kid would go out there and hit 300 sprint distance yards in the practice. Jameer Gibbs, I'm looking at the numbers right now, had 636 yards yesterday at practice um, that he was at 90% or above. Um, He's a special talent, but he's even a better kid. And uh, we're lucky to have him in our program. Coach Collins, uh, penalties, uh, something that I know you mentioned yesterday yep. in the deep dive you did with the team. I mean, just kind of tell our listeners about that and just really, you know, just how much of a focus that is coming off last season. Yeah, that's uh, just the pre-snap things that we ended up hurting ourselves. A lot of it had to do with some young guys playing key roles, especially on offense, um, but doing a deep dive in every single way that we hurt ourselves last year. Critical times are just in random series that end up that end up setting you back. Um, and so we, you know, did a deep dive throughout the offseason how to prevent it. We had eight ACC refs at practice yesterday throwing flags, you know, at the appropriate times. Mm-hmm. We addressed it immediately at the end of practice. <laughs> when I walked into the building this morning, you can't go around a corner without seeing a huge sheet of paper listing every penalty that happened yesterday Mm. in practice. I mean, it's in the bottom of the stairwell. It's at the top of the stairwell. It's at the door walking into the dining facility. Um, So just the awareness that we cannot hurt ourselves because we've got a chance to be a really good football team. It was fun to see uh, Coach Arthur Smith, new Falcons head coach down at Georgia Tech's Pro Day. Talk a little bit about meeting him, being around him, and then some of the kids you had down there. That Jalen Camp character looked like an uber athlete. Holy Moses. Jalen can't put on a show, um, and that was good to see. And Presley Harvin, our punter that won the won the, won the Great Guy Award, uh, they were out there. They drew a crowd. Uh, but it was good to see Arthur out there, Coach Smith, and uh, he actually uh, took an official visit to Georgia Tech back when I was a graduate assistant. Oh my gosh! Uh, early in my career, and I was the one that was driving him around throughout the official visit. And now turn around, I'm the head coach of Georgia Tech, and he's the head coach of the Falcons. Uh, cool full circle moment. I love it. You guys didn't uh, stop anywhere throughout your visit, did you? In What's town? That? Who'd you guys hit up in town while you had well, a Waffle House? Oh, in well, it? No, a little Rocky Mountain pizza. 
There you go. Oh, nice. We 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 our our show that comes on after us is down there every Friday. Home team in Hamilton, yep. awesome place. They've got unbelievable mozzarella sticks down there. I don't know if you've tried them before, Coach. I got to ask you this: Josh Pastor and company had a great run with the basketball team, yep. and it kind of reinvigorated the city. What are your expectations this year? We've said, and I'll say, I've said, bowl game at a minimum. I know your expectations may be even higher than that. Yeah, we're we're excited about the group that we have coming. Uh, coming back and the guys that we've added, um, it was really good to see our guys understand that that with team success comes individual accolades and and honors and those kind of things. We've been preaching that uh, since we've been here. Focus on the team, and once the team starts doing great things, the individual recognition, the individual shine will come. And that was never more apparent than our uh, basketball team with Jose getting Defensive Player of the Year. Moses getting player of the year, player of the year in the ACC, and uh, just a tremendous relationship with Josh. Um, our basketball program, football program, um, are aligned in that way as well as our whole athletic department. Our women's basketball coach for uh, Nell getting us to the Sweet Sixteen was awesome, and uh, just the future is bright around here in Atlanta uh, for a whole athletic department. And uh, excited for a football team to take the next big step. Coach, last thing before we let you go, uh, it was announced that the NFL is expecting now full capacity in the fall. You've got a game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, I believe, on September the 25th against North Carolina. How important yep. is that, A, for recruiting, and then, B, potentially to get Georgia Tech fans in the building, full capacity, full throat against the Tar Heels? Yeah, I mean, just – Get them back here. Bobby Dodd Stadium is going to be exciting, too. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really cool. I think the Mercedes-Benz Stadium is one of the recognized as one of the best, if not the best stadium in the world. And if you play at Georgia Tech for the next six years, you are guaranteed a game in that stadium that's .9 miles away from our campus. Um, Great venue, um, great exposure for our players. And uh, it's an exciting time to be a Georgia Tech football player, Georgia Tech football fan, Georgia Tech alumnus. Coach, we really appreciate you taking the time this morning. Get those guys fired up and ready to roll. I think we're going to do that. We're going to put papers all around the building Mm -hmm. every time we mess up and have a penalty here, too. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Coach, really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on this morning. Thanks, guys.